You're listening to Anne Croker, Writing Coach. This is episode 228, Back to Basics, Validate Your Idea to Produce Your Best Project. Before you get too far, before you write too much, you need to be sure this idea is going to fly with your audience. You need to validate it so you're moving forward with a concept that, depending on your purpose, will truly resonate, connect, teach, persuade, inform, or entertain. There are three main ways to go about validating your project idea. The first is to validate in-house. Run it through personal filters. The second is to validate through research. Check out what exists already. The third is to validate through audience. Ask, survey, and test the idea. So the first method to validate is by running it through personal filters. And by that, I mean you ask yourself if it fits with your brand, if it will serve your audience, and if it's a fresh angle on your primary topics, like you haven't really written about it before in this way. This may only take a minute or two, but sometimes we rush past it in our excitement over an idea that captivates us. And if we skip this step, we may start creating wonderful content that draws an audience that isn't interested in anything else we write. So if I, as a writing coach, start producing content about style, because let's say I was really interested in a trend I was seeing, well, I might write a successful article. I mean, maybe it's a piece about fall colors. And then I'm inundated by women who also want to discuss shirts, skirts, and shoes. But if I pause and validate in-house, asking myself, is this a good fit for my primary purpose, my primary audience? I'd probably focus my energy elsewhere. After all, if I'm creating a place online for men and women looking for support with their writing, then devoting a long post about red pumps and French braids might not be the best choice of content to spend time and energy developing. But let's say it passes this initial in-house test. You believe it's going to serve your audience well, and you haven't explored this topic at length in the past. Well, the next step is to do some research. See what else is out there on this topic. Now, the main way to research, of course, is to do a broad search using an engine like Google to explore key words, key phrases, key ideas, key concepts related to this project you're working on. Now, I suggest you quickly jot down everything you know about this idea and what you think you want to say about it before the search. And then you can check out the articles, videos, podcasts, and memes that turn up in this search. And then you can compare that against your existing knowledge and slant. Now, don't be discouraged if you find a ton of material. Don't start saying, oh, it's all been said before. Actually, it's a good sign that people are searching for this kind of content. And you can see how you can contribute to the greater conversation by bringing your unique angle. And that's the key. As you explore what other authors, bloggers, and speakers in your niche have created, you can see how your project will be similar but different and you can offer your distinct perspective. Go back to those six methods of right-sizing your project to find a different slant if the one you had planned has already been covered. And you can continue to do that until you find that little bit of a unique spin that you can bring to this project. 
Now, here's a little pro tip. As you're cruising the internet and you're clicking around all this interesting content, be sure to grab citation information. Because if you decide to include an excerpt of something in your own work, or you decide to quote from an expert in the field from one of these articles, you want to have that citation information right at your fingertips. Quoting people will build credibility and so will offering proper citation. You know, we told our high school debaters, it's always good to bring an expert to the podium with you to raise your own credibility. I think it's the same with writers. When we cite other sources, we bring a level of integrity and credibility and interest to our work. Now, that's a way to get a broad look at what is existing on this topic or subject matter. But you can also do a a more academic search. Libraries will give you access to journals you wouldn't otherwise be able to get to. So that's one way you can dig a little deeper to find peer-reviewed studies and academic journals where you might find even more information. Also, you will have access to a lot of newspapers and magazines you would not otherwise have access to. Just go online to your library's portal and find out what's available to you. I'd like to highlight three sites in particular for you to do some additional research. And one is to go to Amazon.com. Search for books that exist on this topic or related topics. Study titles and subtitles to see how they are hooking readers. Check out the description of those books, which is basically the back cover copy if you were holding the book in your hand. You can use the look inside feature that Amazon offers to skim the table of contents and see what each author is covering and how they're structuring their content. Take a peek at their ranking and see how many people are purchasing this book to answer their question or address their concern. You can also look to see what people bought along with that book. And you'll also see that if you like this book, you might also like that book feature. And be sure to read the reviews of some of the books that you're discovering. What are readers complaining about? Is there something missing from the book that you are prepared to add in your own article, essay, or book? This information's all waiting for you if you just take a few minutes to click through. When you find books on a similar topic, you're confirming there's a need and you can ensure that you don't duplicate what's already been said. Rather, you're finding your own angle that's different from the rest and you're bringing your own fresh perspective in a unique voice that's all your own. You can also do research within social media. All these social media outlets have their own search feature. So you go to that search feature and type in a key term or even a hashtag that's related to your topic. And in this way, we can start to check out conversations happening around the subject matter or topic And you'll find out questions people are asking. You'll find some answers other people are providing. And you can find out who those people are. Maybe follow them and see what they're putting out into the world on a regular basis. This kind of social listening is another way to validate your idea. When companies employ social listening, they're basically monitoring their own brand's health to see what other people are saying about them. But we can actually use this idea with topics that we plan to write about, sort of listening to what the world is discussing related to this concept. Now, I also want to direct your attention to a website called Quora. That's Q-U-O-R-A, Quora. People ask questions on Quora, and anyone can sign up to offer answers to those questions. 
you could do that. You can actually start answering people's questions. But before you do, search a keyword or phrase related to your project on Quora, and you can see if people have asked about that topic. And this, too, can validate interest. You can also study the answers that have already been tossed out. And if you do decide to offer your own answer, see how people are responding to yours. Does your answer gain some traction with views, shares, and upvotes? Now, you can also research on YouTube. So YouTube is now owned by Google, so you can imagine what a great search engine it is now. You can search within YouTube and then check out videos people are posting and then look at how many views it has had and and see how they answer the questions related to your topic. What angle do they take and how can yours be different? If there are zero videos out there, that doesn't mean there's zero interest in this topic. In fact, It could mean if you're ready and willing to play with video, you may have found a hole that can be filled. People may be answering the question through articles, but few of them have hopped onto YouTube and addressed it with video. Okay, one more place is Pinterest. Pinterest is also more of a search engine than a social platform in that people really aren't interacting as much there, but it's a great place to search especially if your project idea is super practical and aimed at a predominantly female audience. Sprout Social cites a Statista number, and it says this, 71% of global Pinterest users are female. And when zeroing in on the U.S. only, they say Pinterest reaches 83% of women ages 25 to 54. That's a huge number. And those Pinterest users are ready to make decisions and purchases. So if your idea is practical, and especially if it's related to things like home and travel, food, style, you may find some really useful information here. What articles and resources do you find pinned? Click through and check those out. Now, again, if your topic is not the best fit for the Pinterest audience, don't devote much time to a deep dive into what you might unearth in a search. It's just another place to look at if you hadn't thought about it. Now, if you're turning up only a handful of articles through these searches, it could be a clue that fewer people are really looking for this information. And it could mean that you may have a hard time finding an audience for that project, but maybe not. Don't give up until you've tried one more step of validation, and that is to ask your audience. Validate through your own audience. Validate by asking, surveying, and testing your idea with your own audience. You can discover your current reader's interest in an idea by simply asking. Now, you can ask in so many different ways these days. There's an Ask Questions sticker in Instagram story. You could try that if that's where your audience spends a lot of time. Or you could just tweet it out if that's where your readers are. Or you can ask in a more formal way by sending out an official survey via email to your list. Now, only a percentage of people will respond in all these places, but it might give you some idea of what they want to read about. But sometimes people don't really know what they want until they see it. And that's why dangling a tiny version of your idea in front of them is a great way to gauge interest. You can send out a brief beta version of your idea and then see how your current audience responds. Chris Brogan of Owner Media Group says this, realize also that everyone is busy. Everyone thinks they're busy at least. Your job is to get in and get out, but make the contact worth it. 
How do you do that? Tapas. Tapas in food is the small bite. It's the perfect bite. It's not a portion of something. It's a whole thing. And tapas content is the same. Small, perfect, and whole. So you see, when we create and serve up tapas on social media, we're crafting a tiny sample of the full idea in its own small, perfect, complete form, tapas. So if you're working on a book, you could send out micro content like an Instagram caption or a Facebook update that captures the essence of one of your bigger projects subtopics. And then pay attention to audience engagement and their response when you offer your idea as tapas. Are they interested, commenting, liking? Are they interacting with you about it? Are they curious to go deeper? You're validating the idea. If they respond with a surge of interest, now you know your concept has traction and you can move forward with greater confidence. Using these three methods of validation, you're seeking to confirm that this idea is searched for and needed, but that you won't be duplicating content that's already out there. When you take time to validate your idea prior to developing and drafting it, you'll save time by determining if your idea will fly before you build its wings. With the information you turn up, you can revise and adapt and adjust, including even more material to create a stronger final product and truly contribute to the greater conversation happening around your topic. You'll confirm your idea and finalize it so you can dig in and finally write. Try it. With whatever idea is percolating in your head, validate your idea. Run it through personal filters, research, and then survey your audience and serve up tapas. So we're in a Back to Basics series. You can visit the show notes and click on the Back to Basics series to check out all of them and ensure that you're crafting content that's going to make a difference in people's lives. I'm Ann Croker. Thank you for listening.